0: We acknowledge the First Nations people as the traditional custodians of the band we are on today. We acknowledge and pay respect to all Elders, past, present and emerging. The so Now In The Future podcast is an exciting way of sharing members' stories of opportunities, challenges, and provide support and expert advice for Down syndrome community. Down syndrome, Queensland's vision is to support advocate for empower people of Down syndrome to take their rightful places as available and contributing members of their community, both now and into the future.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of the Now in the Future podcast. I'm Andrew Dower, Programs Manager for Down Syndrome Queensland. In today's episode, we're going to talk about DSQ social programs. Our social programs are a wide range of activities and events for participants to develop their social skills in real world settings. Broken down into age groups, we run DSQ Club for adults, DSQ Teens for teenagers, and DSQ Kids for primary school age children. In this episode, we're going to hear from Tegan, who creates these opportunities and oversees the programs. I also have a chat with Owen and Kieran and their experiences attending some of our programs. And finally, we'll hear from a parent and her perspective on how social programs at DSQs have supported her daughter's development and independence. If you're interested in anything you hear in the podcast and want to know more about social programs or want to attend for the first time, give us a call or send us an email. I
2: hope you enjoy the episode. Owen, oh, Kieran,
3: thanks for joining us. Have you listened to the podcast before?
4: Uh, I did. say yeah, yeah, I did. By the way, yeah. Yeah. I tried to see which one is that. Um, that podcast I did before with Bo, You know, like that uh, indoor cricket football. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. We'll have to try and find that one.
4: Yeah, well, I'm still trying to find it on my phone though,
1: but I yeah. don't know where. Said, yeah. And Kieran, have you listened to the podcast before?
0: Um, not especially, but. I sometimes,
1: there is sometimes. Yeah. Oh. Um, we're going to yeah. have to listen to this one because you'll be the star of it. Right? Yeah, of um,
0: course.
1: So, this podcast is about our social programs mm. DSQ. DSQ. Yeah. DSQ Club. Yeah. Um, so, DSQ Club is our monthly events, and then we do like Challenge Weekend. And yeah, that's what. I do. What's the one where we dance all night, Kieran?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. The New Ball.
1: The New Year's Eve Ball. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Negative yeah.
4: <laughs> also online on, on student Social Ball Clans. Uh, we also do some karaoke talent show.
1: Yeah, the karaoke talent show online. That's yeah. cool. We've just you've just finished Lunch Club as well. Yeah, of course. Too, yeah. Tell us about a little bit about that. Yeah. 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 Um I'm gonna on the podcast I'm gonna talk to Tegan as well and Tegan will tell us about how she organises all the events and why she organises them and that sort of stuff. But Oh, I yeah. wanted to ask you guys, um, Oh, well, let me start with you, What's, um, what are some of the events that you've been to in our social programs recently?
4: Actually, I'd be, actually i be been, I've got to say, I, I think I've been a couple of them. Yeah? Yeah, just a couple though. But, yeah, camps and, um, yeah, all that yeah, new people and, um, yeah.
1: You mentioned before the Amazing Race. Oh, yeah,
4: Amazing Race. Did you go on that one, yeah. did you? At, uh, once I did actually, yeah. yeah. I think that's in the city somewhere though, mm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, that
1: was a little while ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've done the challenge weekend camps.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I, yeah. Actually I done like um like Gold Coast once and then with uh, Sunshine Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, <clears throat> of course that's that's why I still remember um I my brother Kim used to do that for the King for the DSQ camp. Yep. Uh same with his friend, which actually of course his friend also of there. Um, Ashley, I think, uh, can you know him? Do you, Ash?
1: Yeah, I know Ash.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know he's um, a uh, secu- a security, um officer yep. here, yeah. And, yeah, he does that too, yeah. Yeah, we
1: have lots of volunteers come along.
4: Yeah, that's family. right. I think I know, uh, Neewon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yep.
1: So, Kieran, um, I mentioned the New Year's Eve, ball because I know you love that one because okay. you love to dance. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You come to that one just gone, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah. Everyone was fully into the character.
1: Yeah, because it's dress-up, wasn't it? Yeah. Who did you dress up as?
0: I went as Belle, but there was, like, other people with Belle as well.
1: Because so. I think the theme was mm-hmm. Disney, wasn't it? Yeah, Disney, yeah. Yeah, and the theme the year before that was, I think it was Hollywood?
0: Yeah, Hollywood.
1: Yeah. yeah, there's always a theme to New Year's yeah. Eve ball. Yeah, people get dressed up. We danced all night. I wonder what
0: um, this is going to yeah.
1: be. What do you think it should be?
0: Um, Maybe we could do something like sorry,
1: with COVID. Something like COVID. We could all wear masks. Yeah. We all wear masks anyway, don't we?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the best thing about the New Year's Eve ball? Hearing?
0: Well, everybody has really good technique with their dancing.
1: Yep.
0: Sometimes you won't sit down because in involve involved with dancing. Yep. Yeah.
1: And the, the New Year's Eve ball is cool because we stay in a flash motel overnight, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, everyone gets a room and then yeah. comfy beds, get up and go yeah. and have breakfast in Be, the morning. It's really
0: easy with girls to get the and boys together because isn't it loud,
1: have girls with boys. Yeah. So who did you room with?
0: Um, I forget her name
1: now. Okay. But so at the New Year's Eve ball, people share a room together, don't they? Yeah, yep. we both share a room. It's a good way to meet some new people. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so room, them, uh, yep.
4: yeah. yeah. Yeah, so some of them does share a room, some of them have their own room by themselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Who did you dress up as?
4: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I think it so, was really- a toy toy. Sorry, <laughs> oh, sorry, Buzz Lightyear. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, Woody. Woody. Woody? Yeah, oh, Woody. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, I actually, yeah, I, I saw it too. I I also ended in the wheelchair, also Woody. Yeah.
1: Mm. Did, you, did you have a beer at New Year's Eve?
4: Uh, yeah, actually, I, I think you have four X beers, I think.
1: Oh, really? Did you yeah. have any drinks on New Year's Eve, Kieran? I only
0: had soft drinks. Oh, I do drink.
1: Okay, yeah. Some people have a few beers and some people don't, mm. I didn't have any or beers. you? Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. Mm Actually, though,
4: but yeah, that's my limit. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, And challenge weekend, you've both been on challenge weekend. Yeah, Yeah.
4: that's right. Yeah, we have actually. I went to Sunshine Coast, yeah. Yeah. And actually, um, my friend has a house at Sunshine Coast, though. Yeah, Sunshine Coast. I just go to one
1: now, so because I'm busy a lot. So yeah. You are very busy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The challenge weekend is like a holiday for some people who are really busy all year. They like to come Mm -hmm. to challenge weekend and chill out yeah yeah um the cool thing about challenge weekend too is that so many people go so often there's like 40 people there so it's a good chance to yeah. Good chance more to m-
0: dramas as well yeah you can
1: be drama, <laughs> <laughs> there. yeah yeah, it,
4: yeah, yeah. It, is have, it is actually a good chance to catch up to them again
1: yeah yeah so you can see your friends that you haven't seen in a long time yeah it also yeah small world yeah. yeah. And on Challenge Weekend we do cool activities. You mentioned
4: one well before, Owen? Yeah, that's why. Right. Yeah, it's a big giant swing. The giant swing. Right yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the giant swing.
0: The giant swing.
1: What <laughs> else have we done on Challenge Weekend? Uh, kayaking. I, kayaking.
0: I remember, oh. like, couple was a couple weeks ago was Challenge Weekend. I did the Molly Sara song.
1: Yeah. The uh, like kind of ball.
0: Ball. Yeah. ball. Yeah. Was
1: that at the disco?
0: No, that was on the Challenge Weekend.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. At, was it? Because on a challenge weekend on the Saturday night, we'll normally have a disco. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
4: at yeah. night. Yeah. At night. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, which is fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, mm.
4: <clears throat> yeah I can't like get that
1: out of my head actually when
4: you say that. Yeah. It's Matthew Walker. Jeez. Matthew Walker? Yeah, yeah. I just, <laughs> He's as as uh, a good cancer, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I cannot. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I just cannot believe. How does he do that? Oh, dance? How how does
1: he do that? Yeah, he's a very good dancer, Matthew. Yeah. Um, hopefully, he listens to this and hears that compliment. Owen. on? Uh,
4: yeah. yeah,
1: he's like me also. I'm yeah. also confident too. But challenge weekend is different than New Year's Eve ball because we're not yeah. in a flash motel, are we? We're at at the camp. Yeah, of and course. you don't just share a room with one person. You share a room with what, like four or five others, don't you? Oh yeah, a couple of yeah. them,
4: and a family of volunteers too.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: You share the everybody else, but you share a room. Yeah. Room a it's
0: a bit like
4: school camp, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know I like him. Um, I know he does also that he has good, uh, weekend camp, uh, Sam.
1: Yep, Sam. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully Sam listens to the podcast too and he's that. Yeah, Yeah, because Sam comes along to some of our monthly events too. I know Sam went. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I
4: think I did win there before also. Yeah, I did Mm. did meet him, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think he, last time he came, I think he went to Barefoot Bowling. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, I went
4: there, yeah, I I saw him, yeah.
1: He might have done the Amazing Race as well. And I think he's been once before too when we, um, I think maybe when we went to Eat Street
4: maybe. Oh, yeah, 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 it's good yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, me, Catherine uh, um, cake and cheese. Yeah. The best thing I like Harry, is is to like
0: dancing a
1: lot. You love dancing, Kieran, don't <laughs> you? Yeah. Do you think every DSQ Club event should have a dancing component to it? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> what about Maybe even we when we... Maybe we
0: could do like a dance thing for <laughs> New Zealand. <Year's Eve?
1: laughs> yeah. Well, we do have, as part of DSQ Club, we do have dance parties online. Yeah. You've both done yep, yep. that. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it's either Teague and Brad or Nathan will play yeah, music and yeah, everyone dances yeah. in their lounge room at home. Yeah, on is Zoom. that
4: uh, every second Friday?
1: I think so. Mm. I think we have the karaoke and talent show on one Friday and then mm. we have the dance party two, two Fridays away. lot. We like a right.
0: musical kind of thing.
1: Yeah, we should have a karaoke talent show on Zoom musical-themed mm. where everyone has to perform for something from a musical, that'd be cool.
0: in uh, for new scene, yes. maybe we can yeah. dress up as a character from a uh, music... A musical? For a musical, yeah.
1: You'd love that, wouldn't
0: you?
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so we do... Online we do the karaoke talent show and the dance party, and then we also do lunch club, which we just finished before. Yeah,
4: just More now, yeah. And
1: For people that listen to the podcast and don't know what lunch club is, do you want to tell us what it is?
4: Uh, lunch Club is also like a oh, but uh, like you just said, as well. Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> yeah. Just uh, go uh, go on online uh, like social programs uh, to uh, talk to each other about what we did on the weekend. Yeah, talk about what we You can talk about anything really on Lunch Club,
1: can't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: Who
1: do you like to see on Lunch Club, Kieran?
4: Hmm.
1: Liz. Liz.
4: Yeah. Well, who was on today? Uh, uh, today is Liz, Catherine, um, Sarah. Catherine?
1: Yeah. yeah, I
4: know, yeah, Catherine. No.
1: Uh, <clears throat> who, who else is on Lunch Club uh, regularly?
4: I tried to remember one more name, but I do forget.
1: Lira. Yeah. Lyra? Uh, A-Lira. A-Lira. A-Lira, yeah, that's yeah. what yeah, Lyra From CP. Is. yeah. Yeah, it's good, yeah. isn't it? Like mm. you meet friends at CEP and then you can see them at lunchtime. Yeah, I don't the see
0: them anymore because yeah. I actually work at McDonald's now. Yeah, yeah. Every day.
1: yeah. Mm. And sometimes Mia joins in lunch club and Mia lives on the Gold Coast, so she's able to connect with all her yeah, Brisbane friends. Yeah, that's like Gold Coast. yeah, Mia. I yeah. like Mia. Mm. Yeah. 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 I also really miss CEP
0: actually.
1: Yeah? yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. I'd like I'd to come and visit.
1: Or you can yeah. catch up with everyone, all the people from CEP, at the next these Club event. Yeah, that's why I like to, yeah, mm. yeah. So I think Tegan's organised a whole bunch of really cool events and activities for the year. Yeah,
4: yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Always amazing, of course, Teagan's always incredible.
1: Tegan is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah so if, yeah. Someone,
1: if someone's listening to the podcast and they're thinking about coming to a DSQ club event or challenge mm. weekend or New Year's Eve ball, Kieran, what would you tell them? Do you think they should?
0: Um, it's up to them, if they're busy, mm-hmm. they can, but um, if they are free, they come if they want to. What, what do you think would be the best part for them? Um, I think it's up to them actually, so yeah, if good. they want to, they can come.
1: Yeah. yeah, good. What do you think, Owen, if someone was asked you about coming along to a DCQ Club event for the first time, what would you tell them? <laughs>
4: <clears throat> well, first, the first one I say, hello, my name's Owen, and I say to them, <clears throat> welcome to go online. We, 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 are, we are all welcoming you to go online to do all this stuff with us.
1: Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, when someone joins in Lunch Club for the first time, everyone welcomes them, don't they?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do, yeah.
1: And if someone comes along to a DSQ Club event, um, everyone gets introduced and make friends with everyone?
4: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh um <clears throat> Yeah, like uh, those two uh cricket um players and the uh, to coach uh Rob.
1: Rob? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he joined Lunch Club, didn't he? Yeah,
4: yeah, Actually, Rob. that's something
1: we didn't mention that on Lunch Club sometimes we have celebrities join us, don't we? Yeah, yeah,
4: celebrities, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Can you remember some of the ones we've had?
4: Yeah, mm. <laughs> well, all I, all, all I remember yeah, is yeah, yeah. Hi, Rob, I forgot the coach
1: name again. The football one, Kieran. Yeah. We had the Broncos.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, we had some players from the Broncos joining one day, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. That's
0: when I was doing CEP.
1: Yeah, and we've had, we've had TV celebrities. I
0: haven't seen
1: that. Do you remember we had, Ga- had Timo O'Matic, who's a pop oh, star? Okay. Mm. Yeah, Guy Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, we've tried to get Guy Sebastian a couple of times. Mm. Mm. Nearly had him. Yeah, yeah we've had some big
4: names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Oh, and uh, I, uh, Miami when I did that or thing. And we can
0: try getting Taylor Swift.
4: <coughs> we can try and get Taylor Swift. Yeah. And you can... can have oh, you her phone
1: number?
0: No? Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Not really, but... Mm, we might I have to really message her am, on Instagram. Like, yeah, actually. Yeah. I'm a fan of her, and I'm a fan of Lee Michelle from Polly.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, we had... Um, uh, the two guys I can't remember the names from Lego Masters. They joined us on lunchtime one day. Andy and Hamish. No. Oh well, uh, you both. know two guys. Okay.
0: Darren and Chris.
1: No, no, I can't <laughs> remember who it was. Mm. Uh, yeah, you've got the name. Forgot
4: the name. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was going to say I've met uh, Cody Simpsons.
1: Oh yeah, we, you've met Cody Simpson. Yeah, we I should try and get Cody Simpson to come along to one of our. DSQ club events, maybe we could actually, we could do a DSQ club event where we go to the swimming pool and he could show us Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, like you just said last evening. yeah. Actually, I, I went to uh, Miami, one um, of my swimming coach, Tobin. Um, he did um, surprise us, um, Cody symptoms went uh, over there.
1: Ah, I remember that. Yeah, I yeah. I remember that. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I went on the DSQ teams event which is for teenagers <laughs> with Down syndrome and we went to the water slides at Carindale. Oh sorry at Uh at that, K- 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 yeah, that was um, cool. I got yeah. another one but yeah. he's actually
0: gone, Michael Jackson
1: but Yeah it'd be too hard to get him wouldn't it yeah, <laughs> but
0: um I think he has a girl girlfriend? Um his daughter. His daughter Paris, is there, Jackson eh?
1: Paris Jackson we could try and ask her. Mm. What about
4: Karen Jackson. Mm. Yes, yeah, I got... It's really cool. Mm. Well... Yeah, I got plenty of questions for her from Michael Jackson. Yeah yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, Tell me, I've got one more question for you. What's your favourite DSQ Club event that you've been on? <laughs> just one. Just one favourite
4: oh, one. Oh, one favourite one. <laughs> right, well, I've got, I got a huge <laughs> of damage. Hmm?
1: Just one, Owen?
4: Oh, okay, so <coughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I like Lunch Club.
1: Lunch Club, good one. Yeah. Kieran, what's your favourite <laughs> DQ Club event that you've been to? Do I already know what it is?
0: <laughs>
1: is it New Year's Eve? Uh,
0: yeah, New Year's Eve. Before, yeah, good.
1: Yes. good. All right, well, thanks for joining us on the yeah. podcast. Once it's released, you'll have to share it with your friends so everyone can... Um, yeah, that's why I thoughts. did
4: say that to travel. I want to hear that again, the yep. podcast with for for Indoor Cricket. I want my parents to hear that.
1: Mm. Yeah. I think next I'm going to talk to Teagan so Teagan can tell me what she does for this youth club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. yeah she's thanks. Bad, thanks, Kieran. <laughs> thanks, Owen. So Teagan, thanks for joining us on the podcast. I just interviewed um, or spoke with Owen and Kieran earlier about their participation in some of our programs. And I think it was Owen gave you a pretty big compliment that you're amazing. Um, which I support because you do a lot of you're the engine room for the social programs, organising all of these things across all different age groups and different areas. And, you know, you do so much um, to create opportunities for people to join into our programs. So I guess um, podcast is about social programs. So I guess to start with, tell me what does that mean? What is, if someone says social programs at DSQ, what are they talking about?
2: So first, I should say thank you to you and, and to Owen for those wonderful comments. Um, makes me feel very special. So I guess uh, in terms of what social programs mean, um, they're mostly our monthly events. Um, so we have uh, regular monthly events um, for our members um, and we also have challenge weekends an easy for lots of online virtual events throughout the months um, as well from lunch club, dance parties, uh, game nights and things like that um that we organise yeah for all of our members um with Down syndrome in Queensland.
0: Yeah,
1: I know we do so many different things. Um you know the the scope of what you organize is so varied based on people's interests, but really what's the what's the focus? Or what are we trying to achieve for participants in social programs?
2: Our main focus for these programs um is centred a lot around developing uh, different life skills um, and building the independence and confidence for people as well as uh, their capacity but a lot of it is about for them to be able to meet new people getting together with their friends um, and most importantly getting out and having some fun um, as well so we like to focus a lot on providing opportunities uh, for our members to do things for themselves um, and helping them when they need it uh, which helps I think to create that feeling of independence um, as well.
1: Yeah, so I think if we if we were to ask some of the regulars that come along to some of these social programs, events, um, what it's all about, they'd talk about having fun and catching up with their friends and those sorts of things. But I do know when you when you do the planning with the rest of the team and start to put together the calendar of events, you really make sure that there's a wide variety of opportunities for people to stretch their comfort zones, don't you?
2: Yeah, exactly. We want to create, I guess, um, different opportunities and, and different types of events too. So it might be, um, different things that people haven't done before or, or things that they have done that they really enjoy. And it guess, I guess it gives them that opportunity to be able to do it, um, with people that they may know or, or new people as well that they don't. Um, and so I think that really truly speaks to why they kind of keep coming along to our events. Um, because it gives them that chance to be social uh, with their friends, um, that, that opportunity to be able to meet other people as well, um, and do fun activities while while getting to know them.
1: Yeah, I think you've just reminded me of so many new friendships that I've seen developed through through social programs, particularly through DSQ Club and the online stuff that you've added as well. Um, I mentioned DSQ Club, but we, we have other age groups as well. Do you want to Tell me about uh, how we split people across age groups and what the, those groups are called.
2: Yeah, sure. So we have three main groups that we um, separate our members into based on their age. So DSQ Club is centred around our adults. Um, So 16 years and above, um, we cater for in that section. And then our DSQ Teens is from 11 to 16 years. And then we also have a DSQ Kids program, uh, which is for our 5 to 11-year-olds. And different events, um, obviously for the different... uh, age groups um, so for our club and um, team members we look at a lot of um longer events so maybe three to four hours for our monthly events um, and that can range from things like going out to dinner in the movies bowling um we've done amazing races which uh seem to be quite popular um gone to the theater and theme parks Uh, hands-on experiences Um, so what we've got coming up um, is a pottery class which uh, we haven't done before which would be quite uh, interesting I think pretty cool um, for everyone to do Um, and then for our kids program it's a lot about focusing on building uh, friendships and relationships but a large focus of it is um, around occupational therapy-based activities so we work with an OT who's designed a program um, specialised around therapy-based activities that work on things such as like coordination muscle building uh, visual tracking and fine motor skills Uh, but then also being in that group environment allows a big opportunity for them to have a free play with um, catching up with people that they already may know um, but being able to make those friendships um, you know from such a young age and develop those important social skills
1: yeah the friendships are so important in the I guess the development of social skills aren't they I know when I remember when we first started the teenage program, there was lots of people that connected and said that um, they haven't seen these friends that they had met originally as really young children, and they've sort of drifted apart and then come back together through DSQ teens, which has been great. And now that we've added DSQ kids, it means that these friendships sort of can go all through someone's life, I guess, uh, right through to DSQ club. Um, yeah, so and I know on the events that we've done as you're running through some of those different types of events it made me realize some of the the teams events tend to be a little bit more active and a little bit more risky I know we've done gymnastics and we've done we did yeah. water slides and things like that the Adults programs can, I think there's a few more in that sort of suite of programs that they're a bit more chill where it's just movies and the dinner or or going to a show or something that's a bit more relaxing than gymnastics. So, yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it is age-appropriate and I know you take feedback from people on, on what they're interested in. Um, yeah, we,
2: exactly.
1: And we've talked about this before. If we did um, If we did dinner and movies every month, we'd have heaps of people come along every month, but they wouldn't be stretching their comfort zone. They wouldn't be learning anything new. So that's why there's that variety of activities, isn't it?
2: Yeah, exactly. And and we always, yeah, listen to the feedback um, and always ask, you know, if, if people have things that they really want to do and, and want to try out and things like that, then we always try to include them throughout the year as well to, um, to give everyone a chance to experience that as well. So definitely look for all different activities and feedback and um, and try to cater to, to everything that everyone wants to do. And and as you said, trying to, to keep it within the age-appropriate um, activities as well.
1: Yeah. Now, Tegan, listeners to the podcast could be from all over Queensland, I imagine. Um, do you want to tell us where we currently run these programs and I guess how you've been trying to step into other areas as well?
2: Yeah, so at the moment um, we mainly focus our programs in Brisbane and on the Gold Coast. Um, And throughout the year we do hold a few um, up the Sunshine Coast and then other areas as well. Uh, However, as you said, our our programs are open to anyone within Queensland. Um, So a way to try and reach um, potentially those that may not want to meet up in person um, or who may live remotely. We do a lot of online events as well. Um, and always looking to try and, I guess, expand the, the areas that we are looking into and um, creating opportunities elsewhere. So, um, always looking at those
1: opportunities yep. as well. Um, Owen and Kieran talked a little bit about Lunch Club. In fact, I think when I asked Owen what's his favourite social programs event that he's attended, his response was Lunch Club. Um, they talked a little bit about the karaoke and dance parties and things like that. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yeah, the online program?
2: Yeah, it's great to hear that, you know, I guess that feedback from our members too, that they love um, all these different types of events. So Lunch Club, I think, is a really special one um, because we started Lunch Club, um, you know, during the start of covid when we couldn't meet in person, and looking at you know from back then to now, how it just it really took off, and it's become yeah one of our most popular programs to run. So I guess a little bit more about what Lunch Club is. Um, it's just really an informal catch up that we hold every weekday um, throughout the year through Zoom, um, and it just provides our members a chance to check in and, and talk with their friends about what they've been up to, um, and we really just talk about any and anything and everything. Um, and I guess. The the cool part about it is that because it is online, um, we can you know offer every now and then we have um, special guests on lunch clubs. We've had uh, different like sports and TV celebrities, Olympians. um, uh, We've had a few like virtual tours of zoos and things like that as well. So, I guess. um, Who's been your favorite?
1: Who's been your favorite celebrity that you've had on lunch club?
2: Oh. Mine would so probably many, it's be... so hard to
1: choose. <laughs> tim Tim-O-Matic was probably my favourite because he got everyone dancing and that sort of stuff. Yeah,
2: tim Tim-O-Matic was pretty cool to have. And I think just, um, you know, yeah, we've, we've had so many different people that I think it, it caters for, for everyone's interests as well. So it's always kind of hard to choose. I think one that really stands out was um, we had one with Lone Pie and Koala Sanctuary and they took us around to, like, the different... Um, like areas within there and and we got to you know see the koalas and kangaroos and kind of like ask all different questions um so it was kind of a bit more interactive as well because we kind of got to see the animals and ask different questions so it was kind of fun but also quite educational as well
1: yeah and i remember too we had the we had the Brisbane Lions join in at one stage and I think there was one or two of the players sitting in a conference room on their laptops and then they picked up the laptop and started to walk around the club and they showed us all the offices and then the training areas. We've seen other players in the gym and kicking the footy and people eating their lunch and that was pretty cool to sort of see behind the scenes of training at the Brisbane Lions. Yeah,
2: I think it, it, you know the, these opportunities may not um, always be possible in person. So I think the wonderful thing of being able to to check in and do it online means that You know, if someone's not able to get there for a certain um, day, we could always record it and share it with people as well so they can kind of still have that opportunity to be able to see it.
1: Yeah, and I've got a good memory of um, Sonia who come along to Challenge Weekend for the very first time last year. Um, and when she came along, she already had a whole bunch of friends that she was looking forward to meet up with because she'd met them on Lunch Club over the months leading up to it. And she lives in far north Queensland. So I was able to make friends with a whole heap of people all around Queensland and then meet in person at Challenge Weekend, which was really great. Yeah, and I think that helps
2: too. Like if, if someone you know, is a little bit nervous about coming to our programs and things like that, um, those online events, I guess, are always just a good way to start to kind of, yeah, make those friends before you actually get to meet them in person and then um, someone might feel a bit more comfortable coming on because they already know a few people at that event as well.
1: Yeah. So besides the online stuff, which, um, which event or activity that we run or have run in the past has been the most popular do you think?
2: I'd have to say probably our overnight events um, and our things like Challenge Weekend and the New Year's Eve ball are are most popular. Um, So the overnight events, a few that we've done in the past, um, we've gone to SeaWorld um, and they had a special event, which was the Carnival. Um, So we got to walk around, experience that, um, and then we stayed overnight um, at the SeaWorld Resort and got to have breakfast the next morning and then head off um so that was pretty cool and then I think another favorite um of the members was we went to paradise country down the gold coast as well um so we got to walk around the park in the afternoon see all the animals um and then got to have uh like dinner and did activities around the campfire um and then the next morning uh we got to ground milk the cows um and feed some baby animals as well which you know was awesome it was so cool I that would probably be one of my favourites, I think, as well, um, yeah. one of the events to, to go to. Um, and New Year's Eve Ball and Challenge Weekend, they're quite highlights um, of the year for our members. So with New Year's Eve Ball, there's always a different theme um, each year that we always dress up to. Um, And the team, you know, behind the scenes works together, put different activities together um, throughout the night and, you know, we get to dance, watch the fireworks um, and stay overnight in a hotel, uh, usually in the Brisbane city as well. So I think yeah, out of all those, they're probably our most popular events um, that our members come along to.
1: When I asked Kieran and Owen earlier about their favourite event that I've attended, Kieran's was New Year's Eve. She talked about dancing and dressing up and she actually had um, some suggestions for themes for next year. So you'll have to connect with Kieran to get her ideas about what the theme for dress up next year could be. Um, i definitely
2: have to write
1: those down. Yeah. I had another couple of questions which you've already answered about what's your favourite event to attend and also... I was going to ask you why people keep coming back but you know what you've just described it makes it pretty obvious that we do so many different things and exciting things um you know that's that's what really interests people you think and you mentioned before about the friendships and you know socializing how can you not want to be a part of that on a regular sort of um routine um but we have mentioned challenge weekend but we haven't sort of talked in depth yet about what challenge weekend is so do you want to give a quick overview of what we mean when we say Challenge Weekend?
2: Yeah, so Challenge Weekend is probably our largest event um, that we hold throughout the year. So um, there's two different types of challenge weekends, I guess. We have one for our adult members um, and then one for our teens as well. So, for our adults, um, it's a three-day, two-night event. Um, and we hold that twice a year. And then for our teen um, members, it's a one-night, two-day event. Um, and this is quite exciting because we're actually holding um, uh, another additional um, challenge weekend for our adult members um, in June. So, it'll be quite exciting um, to hold that as well. So, Usually the Challenge Weekends are held um, at the Sunshine Coast and the Gold Coast, Um, and then this new event uh, that we're doing um, for our adult members this year will be a different venue that they haven't been to before, um, just outside of Brisbane, which um, will be quite exciting to see how that goes. So uh, Challenge Weekend is a lot about um, giving our members a chance to step outside their comfort zone, try some adventurous activities, Um, but it also gives them a chance to meet a lot of new people um, and meet yeah see their old friends as well so we usually have about 40 people come along um to our adult uh challenge weekend and usually about 20 um people come along to our team challenge weekend as well so while we're there we do all different types of activities um so in the past we've done things like kayaking uh giant swing archery beach games uh, the list just goes on of all the different activities that um We get to do. So, we also look at doing a workshop um, that reflects on the theme of the challenge weekend for that year as well, Um, and lots of other different fun activities. Um, We do like a showcase um, where members come up with um, either like a dance routine or a song. Um, Some have done poetry and things like that in the past as well. Um, And we also have a disco usually um, on one of the nights.
1: Yeah, we talked about that with Owen and Kieran earlier and I think, yeah, they mentioned the the big swing is probably their favourite, which we don't do every year, but it seems to stick in people's minds because I think it's, it's one of those ones where it can be pretty intimidating and pretty frightening, but also really fun at the same time, which I guess is what um, Challenge Weekend should be about and we call it Challenge Weekend because that's what we do to participants or we ask them to do is to challenge themselves in everything. So you you started by saying that it's, we ask people to step outside their comfort zones, which I think is really, really accurate as well. And um probably Challenge Weekend is probably my favourite event that I've participated in in my time here, because I think you see so much growth and so much, I guess, development in people over the course of a couple of days, which is great. So Tegan, um you mentioned a few of the activities that were we've done in the past and some that are planned if people are listening to the podcast today and they're interested in what we've talked about and they've well they've never seen our social programs calendar before um, how can they how can they see what we're up to or, or reach out to you if they want to know more about any particular events
2: definitely so there's lots of different ways that people um, can stay connected with us and find out you know what events are coming up and things like that Um, so firstly you can always go to our website um, and we have uh, upcoming events listed on there Um, and through there you're able to to send through um, your expression of interest and then um, I can go from there as to to getting you registered for the event Um, another good way to stay in the loop um, is through our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram so um we always upload um you know what's coming up and different events that are um yeah coming up throughout that month um, or throughout the year as well um but also you know feel free to To email me give me a call always happy to to chat with people and um, be able to run through what we're kind of coming up and give more information as well, Um, and then that way you know I can stay connected with everyone and, and send that through.
1: Cool. Sounds good. Hopefully from those that are listening to the podcast, you'll get a few inquiries through and we'll get some new faces in social programs, which is always nice for everybody. Um, Thanks, Tegan. Unless there's anything else you want to add, let's wrap it up there and I'm going to go and talk to some other people about social programs.
2: Thank you so much.
1: I appreciate it. So, Julie, welcome to the podcast.
3: Thank you so much for having me.
1: I um. Earlier in the podcast, I spoke to Kieran and Owen, who are regulars at our social programs, and they told me about... All the fun stuff they do and you know the the exciting things we talked about new year's eve ball and challenge weekend and and that sort of stuff and then i spoke to um tegan who you know organizes these events and tegan sort of talked more about why we do them and they're about developing social skills yeah um because the events do from the outside looking in do just look like a bunch of fun activities and things i thought it's probably fitting to talk to someone who's probably seen the i guess the the product of what we're trying to achieve through social programs and that's the development of social skills and brianna has um, i guess come a long way and we've seen some 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 changes in brianna over, I think only what are the 6 months that she's been participating regularly so that's Absolutely. Why too, that's why yep. I tapped you on the shoulder and asked whether you wanted to be a part of this podcast so yeah absolutely thanks for thanks for being a part of it.
3: Thanks for having me today. <laughs>
1: Did you want to, I guess, it's probably best to maybe start to sort of paint the picture for those listening as to who you are and who Brianna is.
3: Uh, My name's Julie um, and Brianna is my daughter. She's uh, 19 years of age and she was born with Down syndrome.
1: Now, one of the things that um, I remember about the first time we met is because I think the first event Brie came to was uh, Challenge Weekend. Was that right?
3: Yeah, that's correct. Yeah,
1: and I think you told me, um, I don't know whether it was at the event or, or after it, but you told me that you hadn't really talked about it too much with Brianna until right before it was time to drop her off.
3: Yeah, so we, Brianna suffers a lot from anxiety, and if you tell her anything too soon, that anxiety just lasts for the whole period of time until she actually participates in whatever we're trying to get her to go to so yeah she wasn't told until probably the day of or the day before when we're packing her bag what was actually happening
1: what was her response then was she was she still excited and keen to come along or she not at all
3: Okay. not at all. She was so anxious because she didn't know anybody. She didn't know any of the carers or any of the workers that were going to be there. Plus she didn't know any of the participants that were going either. So and she already suffers from anxiety just day to day. So something like this where she's going to be going away from her parents for, you know, a couple of nights was a massive deal for her as it was for us. but,
1: but yeah. I didn't I didn't see any of that um, at sign-in when you dropped her off. Like she didn't, uh, she, she participated willingly. She wasn't like kicking and screaming, getting out of the car or anything, was she?
3: No, she definitely yeah. didn't and she won't make a scene like that, but to us she'll, you know, be hanging on to our shirt or she, it'll be, you know, subtle things or she won't want to get out of the yeah. car and then once you get her out she's okay and it's just the little steps to get her to do what you need her to do
1: all right now I'll tell you a little story about when we're at challenge weekend but before we do that tell me about what the conversation was like on the way home in the car when you picked her up after the weekend or in the days afterwards did she have a good time
3: oh she had an amazing time she had she was so excited and she had made a couple of friends who we got to meet at drop off because her carer um, had said that they would be sharing a room together. So, um, she was just so excited that she had gone and the activities that she'd participated in and the friends that she'd made that she was able to, you know, swap numbers with and then text afterwards and call and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah. That's so good. Um, yeah. So my memories of Brianna at challenge weekend that weekend were this, were some times where she, she sort of closed down a little bit and went really quiet but i think i mentioned to you as well you had in brianna's operu profile some pretty specific instructions how to support brianna and her anxiety so we were able to sort of move through it fairly quickly and get her back participating pretty quickly as well which which worked well it's always nice when you know the information provided to us from home is accurate and relevant and in this case it was because after spending some, I think she had some time on her iPad for a little while, maybe only five or 10 minutes, calmed down a little bit, and then she was able to get back involved. So she really, we were able to together make the most of the weekend for her.
3: That was awesome. And I was so anxious. I even wrote a letter to, I had found out of Tegan before the challenge weekend, it was going to be her carer for the weekend. And I even wrote a little note to her so that she could get a good idea of Brianna as well, because I just wanted to be able to walk away and feel confident that we were doing the right thing as well, because it was something that we had never done before.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's not uncommon. Um, at New Year's Eve, I think some of the group leaders at New Year's Eve will often get handed a little note from, from family members, just with some tips or some things to, to be aware of, which is important. And sometimes it's things that you don't want to put on someone's profile sort of officially, but just some you know, nice-to-know information that people should know. And I
3: think things that you think of afterwards that you think, oh, my goodness, I didn't put that on the form. So, you know, yeah.
1: Yeah. So even in that first experience in that short time, um, yeah, Brianna come out of her shell a lot, particularly with us at Challenge Weekend, and then she's participated in more things since then quite regularly. So one of the questions I was going to ask you, which I think you've already answered around, Her anxiety but why is it that you support Brianna's participation in in our social programs?
3: I see how much she actually gets out of going to the programs although she you know still gets a little bit of anxiety beforehand because she is a bit of a homebody and she likes routine. She comes away or she will often give me a call you know, when she's there and she's with her friends and she's settled in and she'll just be so excited about whatever is happening at the time because she's she's found her comfort place. And I think because she's made such good friends there as well.
1: That's good. That's good. And we, um, sometimes we ask sort of regulars about our social programs and why they come along and we're we're not we're not the main supports for anybody so the response we normally get is that it's their their opportunity once a month to hang out with their other friends with down syndrome which is always nice and so they have that feeling of belonging
3: absolutely so brie also and that was another reason why we actually got her to start to take part in, you know, events and that sort of thing, because she started to say things like, I don't want to have Down syndrome. Why do I have to have Down syndrome? She was starting to feel like she was different to people and that there was some sort of shame about her having Down syndrome, where when she gets to go along with her friends that also have Down syndrome, She's just one of them. She's yep. just included. She's just a part of it. it. She doesn't feel different. She just feels the same as everybody else that's there.
1: Good, good. That's lovely. Yeah. And I can see that, you know, I think now about other families I've spoken to that have sort of told me similar stories as well, which is nice. And, and I, it, you know, you go.
3: It's really scary as a parent because you've spent so much time. Um, protecting them and being their advocate and making sure that they're safe, that to, you know, for a parent to step out of their comfort zone and to allow their children that they've had to be so protective of to attend programs is also really, really scary. But I guess for us, especially for me personally, so um, in 2019 I was diagnosed with breast cancer and although I'm fine now, at the time it really made me think, what if something did happen to me, yep. where is Brianna's network? What, you know, what has she built confidence in that she can attend where she feels comfortable if something was to happen? And now it's not, you know, if something, because I'm fine, if if yep. something was to happen, now it's about, oh, my goodness, look at what this door has opened for her, you know, and the friendships that she's formed and the confidence that she's building from it. Like there's, we would, we don't look back. We think it's fantastic.
1: Good. I might put you on the spot a little bit, but is there any sort of change in Brianna, like specific change or something that you've seen improved? the most? You mentioned her confidence. Anything else?
3: Absolutely. So with each um, activity that she attends, even though it's at a different place, you know, it'll be a different venue. It might be somewhere that she's never been to before. We notice that she is feeling more and more comfortable. Yep. You know, she, and when we arrive there, she often already knows the leaders that are going to be there, you know, looking after her for the night. And because you guys are really good at letting us know which other participants will be attending, it means that, you know, I can say this yep. is who is also going. So she, you know, through the work that you guys are doing to support us, or I feel like supported as a parent it means that I can then make her comfortable before she even goes. So going out without us or staying overnight without us places was not something she had ever done before. And now she's got the confidence to do that, that now she even stays at a friend's house every now and again. Oh, good. Yeah, it's it's definitely, yeah, building. And she has, you know, a lot of friends outside um, that, she has met through the programs that she texts and calls, you know, constantly, pretty much every day.
1: So you mentioned about when the first challenge weekend, how you wrote that little note for the the group leader because you were so anxious about it. So yeah, you know, Brianna's stayed overnight with us a few times now at different things, and I think she went to our event where we actually went out night clubbing. Um, yeah. So. Have you, I guess, how far have you come with this? Are you still anxious about things like that?
3: To begin with, so the challenge weekend that she went to and then the night out in the city, both those times my husband and I booked hotels close by because, you know, just in case she needed us, just in case we needed to go and get her, you know, whatever, because we were anxious um, but she went to the New Year's Eve ball this year and she's booked go to go-to challenge weekend again this year and, well, we haven't booked accommodation yep. at either. We feel confident now that she will be absolutely fine and she's got a phone. She can call us if she needs to. Yep. And it's usually just because she's excited and she wants to let us know that she's having a great time.
1: Yeah, and I think I said to you about New Year's Eve just gone. I think uh, that um, it's the most fun I've ever seen Brianna having. She was just having an absolute ball.
3: Yeah, once she gets comfortable wherever she's at, she is an absolute laugh. She's got such a great sense of humour. Yeah. And she just, yeah, enjoys herself to the fullest. And I think just the fact that she feels, you know, she's got an older brother who is two years older than her, that she feels like she's a little bit more like him now because she gets to go out and do these things without her parents and, you know, as a blast.
1: Yeah, good. I've got one more. Before I ask you my last question, so this is my penultimate question. Yeah. Um, Do you, which events, as Brianna told you, has been her favourite, do you think? Because I think Uh, off the top of my head she's done Challenge Weekend, New Year's Eve, she did that. Clubbing night in the city. I think she's done yoga in the park. She's gone to movie world or dream world. She
2: has.
3: Yeah. yeah. Do you know I which think one's her favorite? The overnight ones are definitely her favorite. Okay. I think that just they make her feel like she's independent and she's grown up.
1: That's good. Um, we were we were only doing challenge weekend and New Year's Eve a little while ago, but Tegan has since added in a whole bunch of overnight events into the calendar i think there's a camping one coming up and yeah they spent a night at dream world uh, sorry sea world last year as well so yeah yeah hopefully we do more of that yeah um yeah unless there's anything else you want to add julie the last question i was going to ask you if there's parents or family members that are listening to the podcast and sort of related to some of the things you've said about being anxious or you know having that moment where all of a sudden they realize about you know what if or what could happen if um, and start to think about this sort of stuff. Have you got any advice or anything you'd sort of, I guess, want to share with those parents that are thinking about the importance of developing social skills for their loved ones?
3: I think just step out of the box give it a go. I was so scared. I knew absolutely nobody. I didn't know any of the carers or anybody before Brianna went to her first challenge weekend. And it was such a massive step for us all to have to take. But like I said, there's no way we would look back. Brianna has had such a ball and she's made you know, the greatest of friends doing it, and they are things that you just can't do within your family network, you know, for her to be able to branch out and have the confidence to do it, just do it, just give it a go, I don't think you'll look back either.
1: Good, thank you, that's that's a good sell, I think. Um, And we know we're open to things as well. We have had some people participate where they have had uh, their own sort of regular support worker come along for the first time or a sibling or in the teenagers camp as well, mum or dad come initially as well. But as the programs are about building independence and developing these skills beyond what their sort of normal circle is that we, we often, we like to sort of transition away from those normal supports or, or family supports at these events, but we are really flexible. So,
2: um, And at and the you- end
3: of the day, we want our, you, we want our children to be independent, you know, because you want to be able to open the world up for them so that they can do what everybody else can do. So, you know, it's a great way to do that where they, you know, that they're going to be comfortable and they're going to be looked after really yep. well.
1: Yeah, good. Um, Challenge weekend is a weekend where we obviously look after, not a word that I would use, but we challenge people. So people are safe with us, but um, the carers that we have, the group leaders that we have, their role is to really push people past their comfort zone. And that's different for everyone. For Brianna, um, it was about participating and, and being comfortable in the group. For others, we might really push them to to make sure that they're thinking differently or trying new things and, um, you know, getting the most out of every experience so that their, their, their capacity does grow and their independence grows and they um, realise what they're capable of.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And I think that is, you. You guys definitely do that. You achieve that in every way.
1: Well, oh, that's good. Let's wrap it up there. Awesome. All right. No <laughs> All right. <worries>. Thanks, Julie.
3: <laughs> See you. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: You have been listening to the Now and the Future podcast for more information about this episode and many other topics relate to Down syndrome. Please visit... The Dancing Syndrome Queensland website at danceindrome.org.ie slash qrd. Dream Queensland, supporting people with Dance Syndrome now
1: and into their future.